0: Hey, good evening, everybody. It is February 9th, 2021, and it is our first episode in the month of love. It's all about love. And I'm here with the magnificently wonderful and all the wonderful adjectives that go with it, Catherine Porth Cahill. And we're gonna talk to you tonight about rededicating your life to wonder and awe. I can't imagine a better way to end this evening, than speaking of wonder and awe, because it's the magical part of life that gets you going. This is Manifesting with Meg in 2021 now, conversations with extraordinary people. Welcome, everybody. This is, like I said, the month of love. It's a show about life transformation, living your dream, spiritual inspiration, finding true happiness, and my favorite, discovering bliss. Time to manifest the life of your dreams. Good evening, Catherine. How are you? I'm I'm so excited to have you and I have really absolutely enjoyed getting to know you and getting to know your mission I do want to say that it's a part of my quest for bliss that not abstract idea it's an attainable state of being whoever you are wherever you find yourself you're always just steps away from living the life you desire when you get intentional and we are ready to wake you up to the universe packed with possibility before we begin Catherine, as you know The show is based upon my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss, and I sent you out a copy. It is a 366 insights of the day, getting you to unlock keys that help you unlock your dream, spirit, and inner bliss. And as we do that, I ask you to get intentional with your thoughts tonight as the show starts. I always say my intention is always to have a really good time. And I always end up having a really good time. So I can thank you in advance for that. But also I ask you to set your intentions for what you want to um, receive and give to those who are watching now or later on, on um, YouTube and, and also with my podcast. Um, I want to thank you all, my audience out there, for supporting the show after 56 episodes. This is super exciting, it's been a four years, we begin this fourth year, and I can't tell you how much fun I've had. I really enjoyed interviewing these extraordinary people and introducing them all to you. And that goes to say that Catherine is definitely one of those extraordinary people. Um, We are talking tonight to the founder of Let Her Speak. She's also a consultant in growth strategy and insights and an advocate for marginalized women leaders. And one of my favorite things that she says is that she has what she wears many hats in her day to day life. As most of us women know, that is the only thing that we do well is to wear those many hats. And that's a lot. That we do well. So I just want to reiterate how awesome and amazing you all are. She is driven by one purpose: that's to improve and grow opportunities for marginalized groups of women, one aspiring leader at a time. And I think there's nothing better in this world than people who are here to serve other people from a place of strength, to grab them and drag them all along with you. She, like I said, is the founder of Let Her Speak, where she curates women-empowered events. And I have had the distinct honor of participating in her event this last year. And it was amazing. So many incredible speakers, such great breakouts, and this was in a virtual setting, so I was shocked because I had no idea what to expect in the Zoom, the Zoom world, and it was really something that knocked my socks off. It was cutting edge, I have to say, and yes, Catherine is on the cutting edge in most of the things that she does. She is always focused on female-focused research, developing communication-centric education. And like I said, her mission as a whole is to bring more visibility to women in business. So she believes that through community research and education, more women will rise to leadership positions. And that's an amazing sentiment because the more of us women out in the world rising to a leadership place, taking our seat at the table, we, it was funny i i had spoken to my author group and i said instead of joining the conversation we can become the conversation which is so exciting such a different energy and that is you you have enabled women to become the conversation you have over 10 years of experience in service business development training and research and you've worked in a broad range of industries including financial services workplace design and technology startups She now uses that experience to mentor and consult business owners and corporate teams. I can't wait. She is saying that she loves to hear the story. She starts with her first question, what is the legacy you want to leave? I want you all to contact her after this episode tonight because I think to start that kind of conversation in anyone's life is a game changer and I get to introduce you to the extraordinary woman. Thank you Berta Medina once again for the connection, get empowered to make the changes that we all need to manifest the most amazing life. So I'm going to start tonight with letting you add whatever you want to add, but I want to know what is the legacy that you want to leave, Catherine.
1: I um so the the thing with that question is that i feel like i asked that question because i'm always changing in my mind what kind of legacy i want to be but i think in the very essence of it the, the legacy is is that i'm someone who tried as hard as she could to do everything that she could do in the time that she was given wow
0: that, you know, and when you say everything that you can, you know, everyone has their own distinct imagination. Like literally the things that we can each think up to engage the world is so vast and different. But I think that specifically with regard to you, what does that mean specifically? Because because I've seen what you've done. I can only imagine what you have left to actually unfold from the the depths of your genius.
1: Yeah, and I think with that, What I mean by everything that I can is um, I'm trying to proactively tell myself the that I can I can do a lot more than I think I can do. You know the imposter syndrome is real no matter where you are in your life it Mm -hmm. creeps in. Constantly, Um, the the people at the highest echelons still have bouts with imposter syndrome. Um, So when I say everything that I I can, it's it's my way of of reminding myself that I can do a lot more than I think that I can. Um, I just have to remind myself, and um, you know, coming from the growth mindset, of course, the abundance mindset, the growth mindset, rather than the limited mindset. Uh.
0: Let me tell you, it's a refreshing breath of of fresh air when you're in a group of people with that abundance mindset because anything is possible versus nothing, right? And when you are entering a room where that conversation is started already with regard to many people with this legacy that they want to leave of you know what you're saying growth potential and like see what you're out there then you don't feel depleted you actually are filled from others cups as you share from your own so it's this really incredible karmic give and take and when we're talking about you know the big focus for visionaries are the legacy mentality it's like you know when you have a vision you're like compelled to really flesh it out and see what see what has become of that and I want to speak to your Let Her Speak you know what what that is all about because I think your talents really found an incredible home in this idea and I love that you're you know behind you is your Let Her Speak and the silhouette of the beautiful one with the flowers so tell us all a little bit about that as well.
1: Yeah, so Letter Speak really, it, it wasn't like I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to start an organization and it's going to be called Letter Speak, and this is what it's going to be. Um, it was really a combination of um, looking back. It I can understand all the threads that were weaved together to create my idea of what this needed to be, of my experiences with bullying as a young girl and and becoming growing up, not really trusting to have a lot of girlfriends um, to having issues in corporate America where I felt like I just didn't have a voice. I didn't fit in. I, I my personality is really one that I need to do my own thing. I need to forge my own <laughs> yeah. path. I I can't I, I don't fall in line very well. Um, not to say that it's a bad thing if you if corporate America is the, the right fit for you. It just wasn't a right fit for me. Um, So when I moved and I I made this big life decision after um, dating my now husband at the time to move uh, almost a thousand miles from from where I was living down to Tennessee, um, I kind of saw it as a a chance for me to to revive and get back on track of where I thought my life should be going um, versus where it had been going. Um, And so I had this idea for an event because I was personally frustrated that I felt like most events, you never really got to know the person sitting next to you. It was always very, what's your business card? What do you do? What kind of services do you offer? And coming from being in corporate sales, I knew that in the sales world, the reason I was good at sales was because I was really good at getting to know people beyond, you know, what I was doing for work. I got to know about their families and I got to know about their history and I got to know about their, you know, how they see the world and, and the the issues that they've um been able to overcome in their lives. And it was because of that that I was good at at connecting with people and I was good at my job. Um, and I felt like that's, that's missing that piece of vulnerability and connection and relationship development. Um, and a lot of times that can also be an issue when when you run into like bullying in the workplace and cattiness and and groups of of women judging others because they just look and act and have different feelings and perspectives of the world. So I wanted to create an environment where we took all of that away, and it was a. an opportunity for us to see each other for our stories and for who we are and for our backgrounds and and our vulnerable place rather than, you know, this is what I do for a living and and that's it. Um, But it, it turned out to be something bigger than I thought and I just kept going with it and I started... Doing the research and digging into what were women needing and what what was missing out there and what was you know what were the gaps in in their their journeys that I can maybe fill with with programs and events and other resources to help get their stories out there um, because really what I found was no matter who you are or where you come from everybody just has three things that they really, really desire the most, and it's to be seen, to be heard, and to be valued by others. Um, and one of the greatest ways you can do that is to sit and listen to someone's story and and fully take it in and, and tell them, I, I hear you, I see you, I understand you. Um, even if I I don't have the same path that I've that I've gone down Um, and from that I've just kept continued to go I pull in my because I I have a background in sales I understand communication skills so I'm starting to pull that in Um, because I have my MBA and a business degree I understand financial literacy and the importance that finances have and the limitations that um are put upon women because a lot of us don't fully um, understand finances and and how to build our own personal wealth and how to fund a business Uh, and then um, i also started to dig more into research and started doing a lot more research with one of my corporate jobs that i had Um, so i just pulled in these strengths that i didn't realize were actually all interconnected to create something that i felt like was missing and that could be valuable to help women get um, that bedrock, that strong foundation that they needed to feel like they could get into those leader positions however they define what a leader is
0: i want to interject and say the coolest thing in life i think is that over here we're doing something and over here we're doing something else and another thing over there and then finally when everything just kind of synchronistically comes together and all of our strings just unfold into this great theatrical production because that is literally what you do with regard to your event your events period i mean it's this unfolding of this incredible vision that you have that, you know, with all your strengths, you say sales, you said like five times, store, helping women tell their stories. I mean, that's incredibly empowering. And to give them that sacred space to step up and share from a place of vulnerability because you also have had the experience of being bullied in the past so that you know the importance of that. So then you turn that around and it's a whole forum of all these empowering processes to empower women, especially you said that you work with marginalized communities. so. One of the things that I wanted to reiterate, because tonight is rededicating yourself to a sense of wonder and awe. And I think this is perfect because I think it's really a sense of wonder and awe when you see something unfold that you, that started off as, as just a mere idea or thought. And one of the cool things about this particular quote, is Marcus Aurelius, total visionary, total, you know, I'm not supposed to say bad bad words, but you know, really bad you know anyway dwell on the beauty of life watch the stars and see yourself running with them and the coolest thing about that is that that is free for everyone to go out there lay in the grass maybe not in Miami or maybe downtown Knoxville but stand outside in awe, looking up at the stars and imagining your life unfolding as you run with them so you know that's the being a part of the fabric of this world this life So back to to you and your story, which is, I think, even better because being at your conferences, you have tons of people that are just really engaging from so many different areas. You have artists, you have writers, you have monster creators. Like, I just think it's this explosion of creative possibility of businesswomen. You have everything. And and, and how much do you feel? I keep thinking, how much do you feel being the creator of something like that? You know that you can step back and say, "Wow, look what I did! Look what I did!" And and actually, do you do that? Do you do you sit back and appreciate what you've created for others to share this amazing creativeness?
1: Honestly, not as much as I probably
0: should. Uh, never show yourself. <laughs> never. <show> yourself. Um, <laughs>
1: Next time. I'm, yeah. 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 It's it's really, you know, I'm always trying to figure out, like, what can I do better? You know, how can I make this even better than what it is right now? So I'm usually sitting there, you know, the fly on the wall looking at, you know, what are people enjoying? But what are people what are the gaps that I see that, oh, I could do that better next time? Um, that's just my instinct is always to figure out what can I always be doing better. Um, and I know that being present and in the moment and just enjoying the energy that's going around is something I need to work on. Um, so at least I'm aware of it, but Yeah, <laughs> it's something I need to work on.
0: Well, it's like a grand storyteller. You're like the grand storyteller, right? And like when you have an audience and you're speaking to them and, you know, you I mean imagine, you know, we get to receive what you offer. And this offering is a beautiful place where your intentions are super charged and super high. And you know, I know you're you know, channeling like this year this is myself, the know your worth component, right? I know I, I would love to know how Let Her Speak can also help other people value themselves like i'm trying to you know i really want you to value yourself because during the pandemic this event happened and it was really kind of an oasis away from any of of the fear factors into still people are finding ways and it was so incredibly creative
1: yeah yeah so um Yeah, I guess. So the question is more about how do you
0: how do you incorporate a whole, you know, value worth, like you said, the three things that you mentioned tonight, be seen, be heard, be valued. How is it that you take that notion of value and 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 um, deliver that to to your audiences?
1: Um, I I think it it starts with the fact that I am um, most definitely an empath. And I'm also a, more so an introvert than an extrovert. I can certainly be an extrovert. I was in sales, so you have to be yeah. a little bit. Um, but I, I enjoy not being at the center of things. I actually prefer to put other, be the one that pushes other people into the spotlight mm-hmm. um, and encourages them to to know that they are worthy of sharing their story. Um, and I think that's something that. I didn't realize was so prevalent until I, until I started down this path of, you know, I'll tell any woman that I meet that there's, you have a story that you should really share. And mo- a lot of times I hear the response back, oh, I don't know if it's the right time. Um, you know, I'm not to where I think I, I want to be yet. Mm-hmm. and And I think a lot of times, you know, that's that's something that's ingrained in us from a pretty young age of we have this idea of where we need to be before we feel like we're valuable enough to share what our story has been so far yeah. um, and really the story is the journey that you're on it's not the destination that you're looking towards um and so that's and because i'm you know someone that i i really don't need to be the one that's speaking all the time at these events actually i've never actually fully <laughs> spoken i've never actually told my own story at my own event uh, because i want all the other i want this to be a place for all the other women this isn't the Catherine show this is the you know every woman who feels like nobody ever listens to them um yeah. and they have a lot to say you know a place for them to come to and so that's that's kind of the dream is that Let her speak is is one of those places that you can start. You don't have to be at a certain, you know, valuation of your company. You don't have to be a certain revenue. You don't have to have a certain amount of years of experience. You could, you know, be starting over yet again. You could be just getting started in, you know, in your early twenties, it doesn't matter. There's a story that is going to connect with somebody out there and you need to, you know, see in yourself that there's a value to you no matter where you are.
0: I love that. You know, one of the things I asked you to do, and I love this part of my show because one of the most important things for me are those that inspire the 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 change makers, the game changers, anything you want to call that. You know, and you sent me this beautiful quote by Renee Brown: "There is no greater threat to the critics." Uh, uh, cynics and fear mongers than a person who is willing to fall because she's learned how to rise. What is that? How, how does that speak to you? I, I, I love the fact that you picked it. I think it's wonderful for this point in the conversation. So what what does that say to you?
1: Uh, so that's a really, it's actually a personal, a very personal quote. Um, so in my, throughout most of my 20s, um, I was actually in a pretty bad toxic relationship and um it was a driving factor for most of the things that i was going through at that time i mean i had um you know bouts of of i didn't realize at the time but I, i had bouts of depression at that time i was never happy i always felt like the next job i would be happier you know, if this one thing changes, I'll be happier. Um, and and it was so toxic that you know my own internal confidence was being um, just chipped away little by little. Um, and and after I finally got out of that situation, I felt so shame, ashamed of what mm-hmm. I happened to me because like you know I always was, you know the woman that was like yes, I'm a strong, powerful woman and I am independent and I can do everything on my own. I can do it all. I don't need to have somebody else to support me. Um, And and at that point I was like, I can't believe I allowed that to happen. And I brought that into my life and I didn't realize it until six years later, the, the toxicity and the impact that it made. And I felt like I was so far behind from where I thought I should be. Um, and then I realized that, and I, I think this is kind of where the beginnings of this idea of Letter Speak came from, that I started looking at it as this is a part of my story that will, that maybe it was something that I needed to go through in order to get to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, as horrible as it was and as much as I wish I didn't have to go through it, I, I knew that if I could get, I could pull myself up out of this, Um, and have my friends and my, my foundation of support with me, then I can, I can get through this and I can do something. I can do exactly what I thought. I shouldn't be down on myself that my twenties, I didn't achieve everything that I wanted to achieve. Um, because it's, it's not like it's over, you know, it's, it's my 20s. you know, I, I laugh
0: because, you know, it's funny because we have these internal timetables, right? By my twenties, I'm going to have all these boxes checked off in my thirties. I'm going to really have a grasp on everything. And then my forties, oh my God, you know, and then fifties, it's going to be like, they always say when you turn 50, it's like, you just don't care what anybody says anymore. You know, you just do your thing, you show up. And And when it comes down to it, you're kind of judging yourself against these norms that really don't exist because there is no template that matches everyone. And I think you know the coolest part about having these kind of conversations is that you know, I get to learn from you. and you also sent me for there's always light and we're only brave enough to see it if we're only brave enough to be it and that was from the inauguration right so when we're listening to that and and what you're thinking like you know even coming from your story where you felt like six years later you know you didn't do enough but you realize that that was toxic so your awareness peaks and that light in your life shows up I don't know how I'd love to know what was your shift at that point like what had you come alive to the fact that that's not what you wanted anymore?
1: Um, Honestly, it was, uh, so I had started a new job uh, yet again. So I I was in this habit of every two years, I would change jobs because I thought that was the problem. I just wasn't happy. Um, And in this new job, I I started opening up more to some of the women that I worked with Um, before I really just I, I found it really difficult to open up to people and I didn't really make a lot of friends at work um, to my detriment. And these women basically kind of say like, no, you're going to be my friend and we're going to get along and we're going to have lunches and we're going to go on walks every day and we're going to talk through things. And it was after talking out loud with them of once said it out loud. I realized what the problem was because I was actually happy at work and I was happy with what I was doing. And I I, I I, didn't feel like I was completely alone anymore where, you know, if I would pull myself out of that relationship, I would have nobody. Um, I had people um, and, and I realized the power and the importance for a woman to have her inner circle of other women. Yeah, uh, that, that's one of the absolute most important things, and I didn't value that until that moment.
0: That's awesome. I love that you pointed out it's important for women to have their inner circle, and it's really inner circle of strength where you can trust another person to hold you when you need to be held, and supported when you need to be supported, and it comes back to you in kind when you need it too. And you, it's interesting. Um, the standards of excellence that we have for ourselves, sometimes, like when you were saying before, you know, sometimes when you feel you're not meeting that, to come back to a circle who will like look you in the face and say, "Are you kidding me?" Right. <laughs> you know, like not only are you surpassing what other people do on, you know, an occasional four-year like shocker, but on a daily basis. But the fact is, is that you're supported in a in a way and I love that that was something that you came to because realizing that you're not alone in the world is such an important thing and I think you know I think as we start the month of love because I do this is all about love in my in my book um my little book of bliss um you know I think self-love also is to allow yourself those circles of friendships and it doesn't have to be just one you can have many where you can branch out and you can see how other people match up certain interests and things like that but I think that you know it's a way for you to keep the magic alive during any kind of challenge that you might have and and I would love to know how you keep the magic alive during your challenges as well certainly um, in this experience that you shared with us, you know, in a very dark time that you had and only with the awareness you found the friendships that could carry you. But also, you know, I'm curious as to, like, what are the tools you use now having that awareness um, going through dark times?
1: Um, I sometimes it's it's just the the smallest thing. So um, I... One thing, so I'm an avid tea drinker. Uh, I, I don't really drink coffee. It actually um, just doesn't sit well with me <laughs> anymore. Uh, I, think, I think that kind of started after I turned 30. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I drink tea all the time. And one of my really good friends, Booth, who um, also comes to, she's talked at two Let Her Speak events. She's usually at every single one. Um, she and I take time to have tea every Friday um, and we call it Tea and Sympathy. Um, and it's it's kind of this like touchstone thing that is consistent every Friday morning. I know I will have tea with one of my closest friends um, and we just talk about what our week was like, what, what happened, what's going on, what are we doing for the weekend? And um, she always, always makes sure to ask me, what am I doing to take care of myself? What am I doing to have fun so that I'm not working
0: constantly
1: um and i think that's been but that's been one of the most helpful things especially we started it mainly when the pandemic started you know we started trying to do touchstones remotely and now we do like socially safely distance meetups yeah Um, and then the other one that's just really silly but my my best friend from you know the time i was three years old this Um, woman has been my my absolute best friend so she's been kind of my touchstone throughout my entire life Um, and she and i like our love language is sending tiktoks to each other Ah, we send tiktoks and we make little notes and then when one of us you know catch up with them then well that's just kind of our our daily laugh to each other of you know either like oh remember when we were 14 and we would be like this or um, you know talking about our husbands or something but it's it's kind of those little laughs those those little things that add up that that are done consistently that that really help
0: so the tea and the tiktoks i think tea and tiktoks are like a <laughs> highlight for sure and right now we have suzanne simonetti on and she's saying these conversations are so important and relevant we have berta Medina on tonight k bella k bella que bella So I just want to thank you all for joining the conversation. You know, literally we invite everyone to join these conversations because right, the more people who have these conversations and put it out there, the more freedom that we can get in a peaceful way to bear our souls, literally into the world. So I love this one. This is remember this in the darkest moments when the work doesn't seem worth it and the change seems just out of reach out of our willingness to push through comes a tremendous power use it bam i'm telling you if you ever t TikToks and this right out of our willingness to push through comes a tremendous power use it and i'm a huge advocate of don't you dare give up don't you dare give up because you might just be right before the the breakthrough comes you know so you never know and right now Berta's saying, Chloe's listening and says she loves that you're sending TikToks, by the way. So send your TikToks of empowerment, right? Send them out because when you're engaging from an extraordinary place, literally all of these people who are embracing a spirit of, what does this mean to you? This is great. This is great stuff.
1: Oh well, I, for one thing, Stacey Abrams is just uh, a powerhouse woman. Um, regardless of of your political standing, I mean, this woman has fought for for what she's she's achieved, um, and and so I think you know if whatever it is that whatever the the darkness is that you're you're fighting against right now, um, and it's taken time for me to realize this too that. Um, it truly was because of the darkest parts of, of part of my past that I've actually been able to achieve what I've achieved. Um, in my own hero's journey, I had to go through that, that dark period in my own hero's journey to end up um, on the other side. Um, and I feel like all of us, you know, I always try to look at everybody's story actually kind of like our own individual hero's journeys. Um, we're all heroes in some way. Okay, so
0: I love that you're using Hero's Journey. You speak my language, Catherine. I knew you did. But now that you use that, I know. It's like you know the heroes out there, and it's all the ones who are on that mythical journey. Like you said, it's the journey, not the destination, of all of us just coming to know ourselves even better, becoming the people that we were always meant to be. Um, I love that you're saying this. I, I do want to know, on your Hero's Journey, what is another gift you can give us that would help us all you know something to help us all keep moving forward even in those darkest moments when it doesn't feel like it's worth it anymore and like you don't value you don't matter you don't and, and what do you do and say to yourself to besides the TikTok? so we're going to be looking out for them I think you only send it. To your friends, but I would love to see you share it on a one-speak
1: post. If you want, I will send TikToks to whoever wants to have it. To
0: Bring on the TikTok. TikToks, baby! Yeah, yeah.
1: I I love curating TikToks to make people laugh or oh, smile awesome. for
0: the day. So, um, so, what moves you forward? You know, what is the what are those shifts that you grab onto?
1: Um, I think one of the one of the things that um. I didn't realize until people started putting words around it. I didn't realize this is what I was doing, but I I maintain a always of curiosity. Mm-hmm. No matter what I'm going through, if um, if I can remain curious, um, so instead of saying. Um, why is this happening to me? And, you know, this isn't, this isn't right. Nobody's listening to me. Nobody cares what I'm doing. You know, I, I feel worthless. I feel like nobody, nobody knows or sees me. Um, I I try to instead put in a, an air of curiosity to that of, um, you know, I I wonder instead if, if I looked at it this way, would that change, you know, would that change how people reacted? Um, you know, I wonder if i if I reach out and and I wonder what these people are doing? How are they doing it differently? and what are some pieces that I can maybe take from them that are that's inspiration for me? or you know, I wonder if this woman would would have a meeting with me. Um, you know, I really appreciate what she's doing and I just want her to know that. So I wonder if she'll, if she would respond to a, uh, you know, a virtual coffee. And, um, and that's helped me quite a bit of just always being curious, instead of assuming that um, what I think is happening is in fact what's happening. Instead being curious about trying to figure out what's really going on. Because a lot of times, you know, what I've found is People, we all we're all really, really busy, and we all have a lot of things going on. Um, and and sometimes it's a one-on-one conversation with someone to completely turn around you know what what you're going through because i i've certainly gone through bouts with with letter speak where i'm i'm kind of in this gap of working on one thing that's not ready and and you know so i'm staying kind of quiet and then i start doubting myself of i don't know if this is gonna work and um you know then i i start saying well i wonder you know who could i talk to um, and talk through this with somebody and and see what their perspective is. And um, instead of, of telling myself that this is, in fact, what the fact is, when really that's probably not the fact.
0: So I love that you say open and curious, like I know this curiosity. Curiosity did not just it didn't just kill the cat. Curiosity really does allow you the freedom to understand differently. And and I love that you're saying that because we our perspective might say one thing because of our pattern and practices and what we've experienced. But it our, you know, it's it's so interesting because our judgments may not even be the first thing that the other person is thinking at all. It's could you be totally in another lane. You're in another lane. And um, I, I laugh because my husband's been watching Ted Lasso and it says, Don't be judgmental, be curious. So I'm like thinking, you know, that's a great great starting point for sure and it literally will free you from getting stuck in the drama that you might be just creating for yourself so i absolutely love your saying that and you know one of the things that um we as women like try to and i i do think this might solely be women is that we go negative quick quick it's like it's like oh my god he didn't notice me (laughs) like ah you know kind of when you were growing up where you were like like a boy oh my god he didn't notice me meanwhile he's maybe clueless anyway you know like in his own world but I'm just saying you know instead of going negative as the pattern go curious because that's a great point I love it I'm telling you these kind of conversations you know really bring out a lot of you know, ideas that are extraordinary because they come from people like you who've had those experiences. And whatever you're saying, I always say, you know, I'm a big, you know, advocate of of okay, whoever's supposed to be there's supposed to be there. So I keep my expectations low sometimes, and my acceptance high sometimes, you know. And I <laughs> I laugh because you know, after the fact is over, like people will like contact me, and I'm sure the same thing for you with letters sneak and like 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 it was mind blowing. You're just like i felt depleted and i wanted to cry in the corner after i was done and i know when i do events that's all i want to do is cry in the corner and it's so funny because even like we have berta here and i think she used the quote desmond tutu as we were saying before is hope is finding the light in all darkness right so even then you know even our little corner crying our eyes out because we think that we've been a failure when everyone is actually giddy and having the best time ever you know it's that curiosity. So I'm gonna take you back to this really wonderful post you sent to me. Her name is Sarah Winamaka, Is that how you say it? Uh so yeah. If Winamaka. you make fun of bad persons, you make yourself beneath them. Be kind to bad and good, for you don't know your own heart. I I had to ask you, hey, first of all, this is a beautiful picture, and and I know that you're honoring a lot of women on her on her podcast and on her YouTube page on Let Her Speak, what she does is she she broadcasts and highlights, and I think this month it's all about the um, uh, the Black Black History Month, correct? Yeah. So you've been honoring a lot of, of women who uh, align with that, but you also point out people I've never heard of her before, so what makes her special to you?
1: Um, I think I really I pick out women who um, I call it the unsung heroes. Um, And usually on Mondays, I, you know, I've done research like the week before, and I do a little bit of a write up about a woman's story. Um, And, and really, it is about the story of of each woman. So um, she was a, um, a Native American woman who was one of the few that actually was very outspoken and vocal about the rights to the land and, and to the heritage of her people. Oh, wow. um, and and this was during a, a pretty dark period in American history as well, where lands were being taken away from um, the indigenous people on this continent. And um, But I, I love that even though all of these horrible things were happening to her, her own people, she still spoke of, of being kind and to know that, that, you know, making fun of someone who's doing horrible things to you. Wow. We don't know what's going on in that person's life and today. You know, we always talk about, you know, don't, don't judge or, or talk down to somebody for you don't know their, the battles that they're fighting. Um, right. that you don't know about.
0: I think that's amazing and and I think that I think it's fascinating also that you look for the unsung heroes of our history you know people who would in fact just you know fall away in, in in the past bringing them back to life because it's interesting we all think that we're the first ones going through what we're going through and this has never happened before and this that and the other but if you truly study history we learn from the ghosts of the past then we can take the examples like this like you know you know, don't judge before you know what someone's walking through, literally be curious. I'd like that point as well. Um, then it changes the whole conversation into the future. And, and one of the things I love that you're putting is I'm speaking, I'm speaking. So with this, I love this, by the way, you know, it, it, it asserts your right to be at the table and have your point of view and your say. And I'm going to go back to, you know, the manifesting. So you're speaking now, Catherine. You're speaking and you're going to speak manifesting language with us because I think a lot of people see your journey and they're amazed and they might want to be where you are and they want to get where you are and they want to bring their dreams along. So manifesting for me clearly gets you intentional and makes you focus on what you want and desire in life and the first thing is to know what's important to you to make your priorities heard so as you're speaking let's listen what is important to you now in your life
1: um i think some of the most important things are obviously my my family my husband my dog i can i include my friends as my family as well um so that above anything else um one thing i'm trying to prioritize more is my health both mentally emotionally, and physically um, making sure that I am putting just as much if not more importance on my own <laughs> my own well-being as I do on on other people's well-being yep. um, and <laughs> I think you know the, the third thing is is I look like, you talked about just being better at being present of enjoying the presence of of what's going on right now you know i'm always the person looking 15 steps ahead instead of (laughs) the moment that i'm in right now um which unfortunately my husband can be good at pulling me out like you know he got home today and he knew i had been working all day and i didn't sleep very well last night and so he was like we're gonna go for a walk because it's nice so so he he kind of pulls me into like, no, we're gonna go and enjoy something just for the sake of enjoying it. Um, not for any other goal but that. Mind
0: blown, right? <laughs> There's no <laughs> goal attached. You just want to enjoy yourself with the person you love, right? And just to be present. I love that. That is incredible. So how do you get into alignment with everything that you say? You know, You know, focusing on your mental wellness, your physical wellness, your emotional wellness, and like what is the one thing that you've done differently? I always like to figure like learn to simplify is kind of and, and then as Bertano knows effortlessness. I go, what can be effortless in my life? <laughs> like if I can adopt certain things, then that makes me a much happier person because I don't feel so inundated. But what is it that you do to help you be in alignment with this present idea of presence that you're 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 actually you know letting out into the world, because you just did, you know, you brought us all into your presence.
1: Uh, I think one of the things that I've been enforcing a little bit more harshly over time has been, you know, setting boundaries, which is something that a lot of people talk about. Um, Sometimes we don't always talk in specifics, though, of what are boundaries or what do they look like and, and how do you help ensure that people respect those boundaries. Yeah. um and so I've tried to get a lot more streamlined on you know when when I'm agreeing to taking meetings and when i'm I'm actually off work I'm off work and I'm not uh, you know I like I keep my cell phone in my office I don't take it around the house with me um so it's a lot of those types of things too of Um, You know, I know when I'm most productive. And so I ensure that that when I I know that I I need to re re rejuvenate myself during the day, don't give myself uh, flack for feeling like I should be really being productive right now. And it's like, no, my brain is just not where it is. Um, And I need to give myself the permission to be like, to to know that I have these boundaries set because I know I'm going to need to have some of that rejuvenation time um, during my day. Um, so it's usually it's it's things like that. And slowly but surely, I'm, I'm getting a little bit better at it. Um, you know, my I celebrate the little wins like, you know, I actually. Exercise three days last week, which is like oh, <laughs> an achievement for me because I a lot of times end up working through my exercise hour and just go straight into dinner and then um, you know chilling out for the rest of the night. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I, I I love that you say that boundaries. I mean, I think it's interesting because you know honoring your own boundaries. You know, like you like like when Kamala Harris said, "I'm speaking," she was definitely clearly setting a boundary you have your turn and I'm having my turn. It's respect and it's then you turn it around and say you're respecting yourself and that's really quite beautiful because you get what you give and if you're not giving yourself that respect to honor those things that are important to you then you're not going to get it from others which is going to make your life not effortless (laughs) because I know for a fact and I think you know I think that's important. I think, you know, and then going back to the best tools that you use, you know, I love, we have tea and TikToks tonight, we have setting boundaries, we have being present, you're giving us a lot of great stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, what is it that that is like this magical tool that you could say that, that ups your game the most? I mean, for instance, for like, for me, I'm like collaboration, like knowing when to pull in people, like, desperately need your help. Thank you. Call me, you know, bing, you know, and call in the favors knowing that I will fully w- well bring it back. But for you, I know that, that being a powerhouse like you are in this world where you're welcoming other women to the table, what are the best practices for you to really truly see the most bang for your buck as far as manifesting is concerned?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, one of the first things that that comes to mind is honoring the realisticness of um, the creative process. Mm. Um, what I do does require a lot of different aspects of creativity, um, and it I I know that the creative process is not something that you can schedule from between these hours to these hours. I'm going to be creative, <laughs> and I'm going to figure out exactly how to design and and take all this information that I have and create something that's going to be meaningful and connect a lot of people. Or these two hours, I'm going to figure out exactly what my next event is going to be and who the speakers are going to be and what the topic's going to be and what workbook I'm going to create for it and all of that. Like, I know that is not realistically how it happens. And so um, I, I try to instead, I know as I'm doing things that I can do very, easily and that just gives me a lot of peace and joy. Like I love to cook, for example, and I love cooking without a recipe and just putting a bunch of things together. And it's most of the time when I'm doing things like that, that a lot of these flashes of inspiration come to me. I was like, oh, that's how I'm going to do it. Um, And so I I constantly have to have a notebook right next to me then, otherwise I'm going to forget it. it. (laughs) But, but I think that's the, that I don't, I don't give myself, um, I don't talk down to myself if uh-huh. I, by forcing myself into this box of you need to figure this out right now um, yeah. and instead an- allow myself the freedom of it will come to me when it, when it comes to me um, and for right now sitting in front of a computer is not going to <laughs> give me any answers. Um, so I should, I should go do something that I, that I really enjoy doing and, and technically my brain's going to be working, you know, subconsciously and it will, it will all of a sudden be there.
0: I love it. And, and I think that is really amazing advice because it is the times that you're really enjoying and you're allowed to be like still, and I guess cooking is that for you that you know and that's why they always say every author you know it's funny because if you don't have a piece of paper you're like writing on your hand on your body part like, i can't lose this idea i can't lose it it's like i can't i'm desperate to keep it but you know, you'll find people like grabbing for something because you know you that's a genius idea like have your journal next to you i always tell people when they, before they go to sleep, ask the question that you're looking to get answered. And then when you wake up, the first thought in your mind is the thing that's going to be your answer. So it's, it's like I said, I'm into effortless, Catherine. So like <laughs> an effortless. And I want to take everyone to this beautiful picture of you as a founder and chief advocate of Letter Speak. And like I said, everyone, I am encouraging you all to go check out Catherine's site. It really is a Incredibly entertaining, like you. I love seeing what you, ex, you know, all the, all the um, beautiful, you know, highlights of all the women that come up on your site. You do a great job of the entire graphics, so it's definitely entertaining, visually pleasing, and I know that there's so many women out there who have something to say, and I know that you know you being who you are you know, we'll engage the conversation. It's a safe place to be and show up. Um, I do wanna go back to the intention portion of the show and this is what makes um, my show, you know, magical manifesting uh, even more, you know, synchronistic and awesomeness, I like to say. Um, When we set out, you you set your intention and you chose a number for the evening and the conversation. Um, What was your intention, if you don't mind sharing, and then what was your number and then i i'll ask you to read from my book the page number that you you picked so that you can share with us the insight from the magical guide as to what it is that you put out in the world tonight uh, I
1: would say my intention was number one to have fun and um i think without realizing it it was also to be present and not thinking uh-huh about my you know all the other things that I'm working on right now um, but but also to you know open up other aspects of my story that and share it with everybody that I haven't really um, opened up about before oh,
0: That's awesome.
1: uh, And I guess my number is 319
0: okay so open the book to 319 and read yeah. to us um, what that what that is and um, share with us um, the insight that will most likely go with your intention of sharing your story, which beautifully you did. That thank you so much for honoring me with with your 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 vulnerability and also the presence and all the beautiful, wonderful advice you gave us tonight.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here and do that. Um, let's see. It says the power of simplicity. Uh I appreciate simplicity, true beauty that lasts over time, and a little wit and eclecticism that makes life more fun.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah. And then if you would read the the insight as well. Oh yeah,
1: the the magical key? Yes.
0: No, actually the whole uh, the whole the whole oh, paragraph. Yeah. 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 Oh, you okay. don't okay. mind. You don't yeah. mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um ah the simple life. It is in simplicity that life delivers the most joy. There are simple rules to live by to truly experience the here and now. The present moment is all we have and love is why we are here. If we do our best, we will never have regrets. Mistakes are just learning opportunities that will prepare us for something amazing and happiness is not external to us. It is a part of us that we can never deny. Simple yes. We must not complicate this beautiful world that we live in. If we follow the basics and use our intuition to guide us, then what follows will be just right for each of us. So follow the butterflies as they loop and happily dance in the direction of your dreams. Relinquish the need to control the outcome in life. uh, Synchronicities await you at every turn. Simply go with the flow, laugh at the mistakes and move forward. When we live like this, we will be greatly rewarded with true beauty that will last a lifetime. At the end of our days, happiness will come from the real gratitude we feel as we appreciate all the blessings we have received. When we keep it simple, blending in a bit of humor and drawing from many different resources, we are sure to have more fun. Keep it simple, sister.
0: I love it and it spoke to your presence and it spoke to your fun and it spoke to the synchronicity and it spoke to everything so like uh, we come back full circle every time at the end of our shows. Now let me ask you something, Um, do you have, I know that you were talking to me about um, this next women's initiative that you're launching next week with Letters Speak, can you speak to that tonight and um, advise the audience as to what it is and where they can go to participate?
1: yeah yeah so um usually we always had our letter speak events in march for celebrating women's history month um but last year when it was right at the same week that everything shut down for the pandemic so we moved the summit to october which you were at so instead of um getting back on track this year since we're still socially distancing um we decided to instead do something new. So in celebration of Women's History Month, what we're going to have is a open call for women artists, writers. You don't necessarily have to be professional in in your writing and and artistry, but, having women submit their pieces that speak to what Women's History Month means to them and what the tenacity of the female spirit means to them. Um, And throughout the entire month of March, we'll be sharing those images and, and each woman's words through all of our social channels.
0: And where can they submit to you, Catherine? Where can they get this information? So let me just be clear, you're looking for people to submit articles around what Women's History Month means to them. Is that right? Or, or um, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's um it's a little bit of a more of an open call. But um, so what we're looking for is it will have to have about a two thousand character limit so that we can keep it within like the, the amount of characters you have on like Instagram um, since we're gonna be sharing them socially. But yeah, for the words, it could be prose or poetry um, that that speaks to. Either you know what Women's History Month means to you, or it could be a particular character of a, an icon or a woman that you've looked up to throughout history, or it could be um, about the tenacity of what women have gone through throughout history to get to where we are now, um, or it could that you um, are able to create a, a digital image of. Um, and it's a way for for all of us to to see the very different aspects and perspectives of what women in history and what um, what the female spirit really means and, and have new perspectives of it.
0: I love it. That's amazing. I think that would be any of you out there who are feeling curious about your creativity and you want to start, you know, getting um, possibilities to express that definitely submit to Catherine. Go ahead and tell us the website that they can submit to you so that they know where to go with it.
1: Yes, so if they just go to our website, letherspeakus.com, there'll be a prompt that will come up when submissions are open for, um, so submissions aren't open yet, but they will be. Okay. Um, next week and so there'll be a pop-up that comes up that says if you want to submit click this button and it'll take you to the the page for it Um, but we'll also be making announcements when submissions are officially open on our social media so um, we have at let her speak on instagram we have uh, let her speak on facebook and let her speak on linkedin
0: and I'll go ahead and put everything in the fees so everyone knows it well, but I know people listen on the podcast, they wanna hear it. So let her speak um, us.com, correct, is the, the one. Okay, so all of you, I hope that you're gonna submit and share your stories and share your inspirations and share your dreams and your hopes and your creativity. And Catherine gets to give you the stage to present these incredible, amazing ideas to the world. So how amazing is that? I, I want to leave you with the final bit of inspiration. I know you've given us so much to think about tonight. I really am very grateful for everything that you've done for basically, you know, accepting my invitation to join me on this, this stage and and to be a part of my manifesting and to be a part of my circle of, of women I love. And then of course, and um, I want you to leave us with something that we can take into this month of love this week, um, you know, heading into, you know, our dreams and and with rediscovering a sense of awe and wonder. Uh, oh
1: gosh, sorry,
0: Where so, you got a question. No, yeah, A final inspiration tonight oh. that we can, you know, take with us a little bit of Catherine in the world, you know, our, you know, we're looking to you as someone who, you know, is meritorious of a lot of accolades and honors because of what you've done and you know, if we need some inspiration, what little voice in our head can it come specifically from you to move us on and push us forward like the Stacey Abrams mentality?
1: <laughs> um, oh gosh, I would say, um, I mean, the, the number one thing is to know that you are the hero of your own story. Right. You are the leading woman of your own story, um, and if you look around and realize that you are taking a supporting role of your own life, then um, you know: Are there people in there that are that are supporting you and being a supporting role? Mm-hmm. Um, and if there are, um, there's me and a lot of other women out there that want to help you um, see that that you have. Uh, important story to tell and we would love to help you tell it
0: awesome so there you go you guys so if you're itching for the opportunity to tell your story contact Catherine contact let her speak the forum is amazing and you know see what you're made of and become uh, or acknowledging aware that you are the hero of your story and as we all go out in the world thank you once again Catherine for this awesome hour of amazing of, um, magic and inspiration. Um, I want to remind everybody that we're all deliberate creators of our life. We have to dream big and let it Let it all raise the positive vibration in this world. We really need each one of us to show up so that we all can become together in this incredible collaboration called LIFE. I really want each of us to understand that it's time to manifest those dreams. I want to send out an intention of love this month of February and that if we need love, I'm throwing it to you. And if you want to give love, people are out there desperate for it. So let's remember, you know, to include as many people we can in this absolute exuberance that we can actually start spreading around so spread the love give love thank you Catherine once again and thank you all until next time in February manifest the most amazing life of your dreams good night everybody night
1: thanks Meg and thanks everybody